The IDP Pro Players Pod on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger. With WinBet, download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. Welcome back to the IDP Pros Podcast. This is episode three. My name is Johnny the Greek. I'm a writer for IDPGuys.org, and I am joined with Gary, the IDP tipster. Gary, how's it going, man? It's going great, John. And I'm excited to be here, man. This is what it's all about. Yes, sir. So we got a great episode for you. Before we get into it, though, we are brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN. And right now they're offering 70% off if you go to IPVanish.com backslash SGP. That's IPVanish.com backslash SGP. Also, check out the SGPN Discord. Make sure you check out the new Discord server. It's the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Head on over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash discord. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash discord. All righty. And for episode three, we're going to continue on our tour of the different tiers of the best and uh, most productive IDP players that you will have available to you in your leagues. This week, we've got the tier two players. Gary, how did you go about ranking these? And let's talk about the squads a little bit with this. Well, you know, as we mentioned before, I was, I'm trying to do this in a squad situation, trying to break it down even easier for the novice manager. Uh, I mean, we can slap numbers and do rankings normally. I, I, I get that. So this isn't that fancy. And I'm not trying to be too basic. But what I'm trying to do is just get it out here in these kind of squad tiers of what you want and who is slated to be productive one way or the other. Most of these guys, you know, they've earned it. But some of these guys are just in particular situations that work in their favor. So, um, but it, it, when it really boils down to it, if you're in a redraft, these are the, you know, well, this is the second tier. So it'd be top 24 if you check out the first tier. Uh, people that you want, if you have those types of positions that we're talking about. Right. And it's it's always good to think about this in tiers as well, because if you get to the end of the tier and, and miss it, you can move to something else and come back later, right? Like, mm -hmm. it, I know if there's a cliff between, uh, I don't know, um, Aaron Donald, Cam Hayward, Simmons, and every other defensive tackle, like there is, if I miss those three, I'll come back on defensive tackle. That's maybe not a great example because it's advanced concept, but tiers are important. It gives you a, a starting and an ending spot for your draft. Is, is that why you're approaching it like this? Oh. I would have to say in hindsight, it probably does have some effect in it. Like I was saying, I, I was trying to think of a, of a novel, novice way of approaching it to take any pressure off of rankings. And you, you just need to know the names of these guys uh, one way or the other. A lot of it is. So right now we're in the second tier. So I'm going to guess that from the first tier to second tier, you're going to know a lot of these names, okay? But they're going to put some organization in these names. Hopefully, if John has any discrepancies, he'll speak up because we want to hear everybody's opinion. These do happen to be mine. You can find them on SGPN, and uh, you can see all my work there in the Fantasy Football tab. But either, either way, um, 
tier three will be next week, but we might be going on beyond that. And you're going to kind of start seeing in the, I think in this tier and the next tier that there are some names that are probably popular out there that, that novice managers might know because they're all over the media, but they're not necessarily players that you want to play in IDP. And just because you know their name doesn't necessarily mean it translates into production in the fantasy football game. So it starts weeding out some of the, these names that these players or these novice uh, managers might have in mind and uh, getting them to a point where they can uh, recognize the production in the position just as much as the name. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's part of it. We're going to be like kind of subliminally messaging everyone yeah. and just saying these names a lot so that, you know, they become second nature to you. So uh, we're going to start this week with the premium squad, tier two premium squad. And we'll talk about the squad as a whole and then break down each guy. The premium squad is Levante David, linebacker, Tampa Bay, Foye Aluakan, linebacker, Jacksonville. Cole Holcomb, linebacker, Washington uh, Commanders now. And DeForest Buckner, defensive tackle, but we're going to call him defensive line uh, with sleeper in mind for the Indianapolis Colts. Let's start with Levante David. So last year, he did miss five games, but he still had 97 combined tackles off of just 12 starts, which is incredible. If you do the math on that, that's quite a few combined tackles per game. That's what we're looking for. And he's had, this, this caught my eye when we were looking at this before the show, 100-plus combined tackles in eight of the last 10 seasons. That is about as consistent and reliable as humanly possible. <laughs> yep. The funny thing about this whole list is if you look at these guys uh, on this Tier 2 list, he is actually um, best-graded PFF guy on here. <laughs> I love that. You're using PFF grades now. That's good stuff. Well, you know. <laughs> Hey, it's not necessarily anything that's locking anything down, but I thought I'd mention it, folks, because there are people that put stock into that more than others. And I have to agree. That's why he's at the top of this freaking list is because he's a beast. Right, and we mentioned last week to watch out for those landmines, guys that maybe may produce because they're on the field a whole bunch, but because there's no one else and they're not actually good, they could lose their job at any point. That is not Levante David. No. Absolutely. So that is the first guy on our premium squad. Next one is last year's LB1. Linebacker one overall in pretty much every scoring format that exists. Foye yeah. Aluakan of last year's Falcons, this year's Jags, played and started all 17 games, had eight shy of 200 combined total tackles last year. 192. I don't remember the number being that high. I looked today on Pro Football Reference. It's 192. It's kind of blinding. I mean, yeah, when you keep going back and you you see that, it's like welcome to a 17-game season. Yeah, he, he's great, though. Um, On a shitty team. Right, right, right. Here's here's the deal, though. I, I mean, he should be solid this year. I just don't see the same kind of production, not with Jacksonville, yeah. not with them uh, drafting all those linebackers. And exactly. Just, and that's, that's, why yeah. he's, that's why he's on Tier 2. I mean, a lot of people got him right up there in Tier 1 with those other guys, but I don't think that he's going to be able to go straight in there this year, put his nose to the ball like he has been doing for the last years in Atlanta because he's going to be relied on to help run this damn defense. Mm. And that takes brain power. And give the guys from – the guy is from Harvard. Give him kudos. Seventh rounder or some shit like that. 
we love Foyo, Lokun, and, and deeper formats for the last few years. Oh, we but, loved them. Yep. Yeah, but I mean, the simple fact is this Harvard grad can do this, but it's going to be asking a lot for him to come on in a new defense with a bunch of new guys, making sure they're getting in where they're supposed to be during these schemes, and him grind and have his nose on the ball like he did every time for the last two years. Right. It was a different situation. Atlanta, Deion Jones was taking care of all that stuff, mm-hmm. and, and Foyer could just make plays, and uh, that is not the case anymore, unfortunately. Yep. yep. All right. Third guy we're going to talk about is Cole Holcomb, the uh, linebacker for the Washington Commanders now. Last year he played 16 and started 16 games, 142 combined tackles. He was a 100% of snap, uh, snaps guy every week, and um, I don't see much changing. Uh, they, they've they phased out John Bostic, the other IDP-relevant linebacker there, and supposedly are phasing in uh, second-year Jamin Davis, but none of that really messes with Cole Holcomb. You're looking at another excellent year production i think yeah he seems to be rivera's guys and i'm glad i it's funny because i always relate uh holcomb coming in at the same time with the jets guy cashman maybe yeah yeah i kind of relate those two the same but I'm, I'm i'm happy that holcomb actually has worked out the way he did once they give him the the lead call because Jamie davis couldn't do it last year what I mean by lead call, he's wearing the green dot captain on there. He's receiving the the calls and distributing them out to the rest of the defense from you know his headphones. That's what I'm talking about. But either way, he's he's not the flashiest. He's actually not the best athlete out there. But this whole situation is so shiny. There's no reason to think that he's not going to have that exact same kind of result this year. Um, don't be surprised if he ends up, you know, any of these guys on tier two can be in tier one. It's only, you know, it's a matter of missing one game. It's a matter of a twisted ankle for a quarter. Who knows? You know, the fantasy guys will sort out, sort out the numbers at the end of the year. So couldn't believe it last year. I actually plucked them off a couple of, of waiver wires. I had a, a couple of our, um, um, gridiron ratings leagues, that uh, unfortunately my mother-in-law had gotten sick and I ended up missing like most of the drafts, if nothing else, you know, and I didn't have that good of a defense because if you know anything about MFL, it might give you good rankings on, 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 you know, your offensive guys. But when it starts filling in your defense, it's hard to tell what you're going to get. You might end up with a bunch of studs. You might end up with a bunch of shit. And unfortunately (laughs) I had that in between. So I went head hunting and I got, no lie, Logan Wilson and Holcomb off the waiver wire. Oh, that's that's beautiful right Saved there. Saved my season, dude. I mean, I made it to playoffs. I can't remember if I actually won that one or not, but I, I made playoffs. I know I did. That's awesome, man. And we're gonna we're gonna do that with this show this year. As the season, you know, progresses, we'll be here every week and uh, you know, we'll talk through those waiver guys when they come up. Right. So That'll be good. Uh, Okay, and last but certainly not least, DeForest Buckner. So DeForest Buckner, we're going to consider him defensive line uh, for this show, and he played and started 16 games last year. Only seven sacks and 68 combined tackles. Why is he on this list? Well, because in any league where you have to start a defensive tackle, he's worth his weight in gold. He's one of the three best defensive tackles out there, or three or four, somewhere in there. Um, That's where his true value is, but even as 
as a defensive line. This was a down year for him last year. He, exactly. He's, yeah, he's capable of having 12 sack seasons, 85 combined tackle seasons. Uh, that's happened before, and this was still not bad at all for a down year for him. Yeah, and you can't even use the excuse, well, it's the, you know, he ain't got the same linemen around him as he's had in the past, but that's not true because he does it on his own. He creates the play. He doesn't need the guys around him. The guys around him are feeding off of his action and reaction and reads by the defense, you know. He gets a lot of double teams. That gives some of those guys that uh, maybe not as good as he is, which we know they're not, uh, a lot more opportunity to sneak by. Buckner decides he's going to make a play. The odds are he's going to make a play. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, really terrific. And uh, you know, it's I know, more I know. solidifying. Not to interrupt you there, John, but it was more to solidify uh, Buckner. Is he ever going to give you tier one? No, no, he's not. I don't think so. I mean, he would have to probably hit that. Uh, I don't think he's ever hit anything like a dozen or met more sacks. Well, yeah, he had that one great season on the Niners that everyone went nuts after. It was it was a twelve sack season, was it? but but beyond that, it's the most he's topped out at is nine and a half. You're right, right. right. Yeah. So yeah, you would have to peek on up there. It, it would have to. He, he's going to. You know, it's another one of those guys. If the guys that's been above him on tier one and tier two uh, on this list so far, if they're gone, I mean, he is a great solid option. You get him. You can put him in there in your DL spot, especially, and just probably leave him for the rest of the season. And there just aren't that many guys like that in, in novice kind of first few years where you can do that. It's They're slimmer and slimmer now. 20 years ago, we could have just – you could have <laughs> – we we could have went through one draft and you just had to draft your starters and probably didn't need any depth. <laughs> right, right. Times have changed, definitely. And that's a great point about him is, you know, his production is pretty much guaranteed. He's talented enough and he plays enough uh, snap-wise that you're going to get what you're going to get. And uh, it's not fluky like a lot of defensive mm-hmm. line is, and, and that's really nice to have. Yep. All right, so we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll get right back into it. And special shout-out to at J.J. Wenner, W-E-N-N-E-R, for doing these commercials for us. Love you, J.J. Thanks, buddy. Make sure to get down on the wins. Bet $50, win $200 promotion, where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. If you're betting baseball, you have to check out WinBet. Their reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet MLB. Bet $500 or more on sports or casino before July 31st, 2022, and get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club, including a two-night stay at Wynn Resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries allowed. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. 
Okay, and we're going to continue with Tier 2 Squad A, which consists of Logan Wilson, linebacker Bengals, Jeffrey Simmons, defensive line, although technically defensive tackle Titans, Blake Martinez, linebacker Giants, Eric Kendricks, linebacker Vikings. Let's start with Logan Wilson. He actually missed four games last year, but he had 100 combined tackles just off of 13 starts, and he's going into his third season, and last season was the first time he saw significant playing time. So it, this is like a trajectory thing it's all heading in a great direction and he's still got 100 combined tackles out of 13 games with him last year which is excellent right yeah i want to sweeten that pot there i mean 13 games 133 tackles that's what 10 a game yeah something like that i'm actually gonna bring up a calculator (laughs) right right i'm sitting there counting on my fingers my toes that's a lot of damn numbers but either way the guy is just in a perfect situation he actually is not like the uh best guy on the field i mean i don't know i don't think they're they're, he's the you probably gonna give jesse bates the best athlete award i think possibly what do you think him or logan wilson wilson's kind of oh yeah yeah so overall athlete actual football player it's jesse bates but but producer idp producer it's it's got to be logan wilson um and and it's 7.6 tackles per game so if in a standard league if you know four of those are solo and three are assists that's a double digit point week for you every Mm -hmm. week just off the average that's beautiful and that's what we're looking for is consistency. And if you look at it this way, I'm pretty sure this is his third season. You all know what third season means for a lot of these guys, right? That means an actual big-ass breakout sometimes. Mm-hmm. And a payday coming up, so, so they got to produce. Yep. Yeah. Yep, exactly. He, he's he got the opportunity. He fits the bill. He's getting the job done. No reason not to have him here in the Silver Squad A. Right, right. And, it, you know, dynasty-wise, too, he's the young. Him and Simmons are the two youngest on this list. So, um, yeah, good stuff. Uh, speaking right. of Mr. Simmons, Jeffrey Simmons, uh, 17 games started last year, 54 combined tackles, eight and a half sacks. And as a defensive line, that puts him around Buckner's numbers, which is great. That's a nice, reliable producer. DL2, if you get one of the studs we talked about last week, that's perfect. As a defensive tackle, he's one of the three or four best defensive tackles available, and that is such a position of scarcity. You either have one or you don't, and uh, he's definitely an up-and-comer. So what do you think on Mr. Simmons? Well, it was so easy. Like I've mentioned, I've wrote about these uh, guys over at SGPN. And, um, you know, it was real simple with Jeffrey Simmons, and you summed it up just as easy, not probably ever reading the article. It says uh, it's basically Jeffrey Simmons is what DeForest Buckner is to Aaron Donald. I mean, it's, you know, just an age thing. He's just next guy, you know, eventually we're probably going to see Aaron Donald sell off into the, well, maybe. I don't know (laughs) if him or Buckner will be first, but somebody's going before Jeffrey Simmons and he's going to start sliding up there he's just uh he's just a solid guy he's improved um him and Harold Landry make a nice tandem over there uh they were you know and Jeffrey took a nice step last year so there's no reason to think that he's not going to really dominate this year 
Absolutely. Yep. So great selection there for a defensive line guy, uh, especially if you compare him with one of the guys we talked about last week. And next guy on our list is Blake Martinez, inside linebacker Giants. So he did only play three games last year due to an unfortunate early season injury. However, he's had 140 plus combined tackles in four of the last five seasons. So basically, if he plays, you're getting 140 combined tackles out of him, which is insane. And we're, we were talking about 16 games. Right. Now we're talking 17. 17 yeah. Games yeah. So yeah. 150 plus yeah. is easy for this guy. And uh, it's just, he's going to play every snap. He's going to be right in the middle of the defense. He's going to soak up a lot of tackles, a lot of production. Uh, the Giants will be on defense quite a bit, I would be guessing. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah. Yeah, w- that's a good Right. Guess. What's there not to like? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. When it comes to Martinez, just like you, you know, he's another one of those guys. Uh, he's younger than Levante David. I'm not sure how much. But his name has been up there in those rankings for five, four, five, six years, whatever, from the Packers. You know, it's just he's a reliable dude. He's not all shiny on the field when you watch him play in film. He's a little bit lacking in uh, coverage, and that's always been kind of the crack on him. But it really doesn't matter. The Giants got him. He's their guy. He's not going to be leaving that field. Uh, They paid him to play. It was unfortunate for last year. Hopefully he's recovered which is re- reportedly what's going on right now. He, he's on his way. So um, there's 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 some upside here. It's going to be tough coming off injury for me to think that we're going to end up with him up here in those 165, 170 tackles. That's probably far-fetched. But there's no reason in a 17-game se- uh, season we won't see that 140, 145 like John mentioned. Yep, absolutely. And we just we, we plan on the floor. Anything else is nice. Uh, little bonus there. Yeah. And he's bare minimum folks on those big splash plays. So this is definitely a combined tackle dude. Yep, no doubt. Uh, but speaking of splash plays, the next guy we're going to talk about, Eric Kendricks. So, yeah, he'll get you the combined tackle floor. 100-plus combined tackles in six of the last seven seasons, plus guaranteed 90 minimum every single season he's played and it's been quite a few he's been around for a minute uh but he will give you the splash plays he'll give you the picks he'll give you the sacks he'll give you the pass breakups to win the game against the cowboys uh i think it was not last season but the season before that game broke my heart uh he he is just excellent he is such a good linebacker in real life and for idp uh and you know he will get you those splash plays as well as the combined tackles each week so it's beautiful Yep, he's just another solid veteran. We need to make sure everybody doesn't forget about. I was worried a little bit last year. He he had his best production out of his career, I believe, last year. Is that what you said? Uh, I'm not. He's he's had better seasons. Last year was solid, though. There's nothing wrong with it. I, I thought last year it looked like he kind of got wore out, but that's kind of understandable. Um, he was a pretty busy guy. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, you know, age might be a little bit of a factor. I, he's never, remind me though, he's never ended up like top five, right? We, we've never had him. I think at best I've ever remember him being up there in combined tackles. We're probably a top 10, but I can't remember him being top five. And I don't think that we're going to see, you know, if things go right in Minnesota, I don't think we're going to see him in that very top tier either in that top 12 overall production. Um, if things go right for 
the Vikings this year. Yeah, absolutely. He's he's just super solid, reliable. Just just yeah. Please keep in mind he's been around for a minute, so this is maybe not as much a dynasty thing, but uh, for redraft, why not? Absolutely. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and I hope I'm wrong. I hope he comes out because he is he he is a bad dude. Absolutely. Love Mr. Kendricks. Yep. Uh, and we're gonna take a quick break. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN, to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed, your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with a brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's I-P-V-A-N-I-S-H dot com slash S-G-P. All righty. And the last squad we're going to talk about this week is Tier 2 Squad B. And that's going to be a whole bunch of safeties, starting with Jeremy Chin, Safety uh, Panthers, who plays a little linebacker, too. We'll get into that. Xavier McKinney, Safety Giants. Jamal Adams, uh, Safety Seahawks. And Harrison Smith, Safety Vikings. Let's start with Mr. Chin. So last year he played 16 games, started 16 games, had 107 combined tackles, which at safety is excellent excellent if you're getting anything over 80 at safety that's great linebacker we're looking for 100 plus 80 at safety is beautiful this is great and he's a combined linebacker defensive back on sleeper and on a couple other sites i believe as well uh yahoo fan tracks uh so he's got that dual designation which makes him even more valuable what are your thoughts on mr chin oh i love chin i mean who who wouldn't it's Hard to get a hold of Mr. Chin, though, if you're in a draft, so you you might have to. Uh, I don't know if he's going to slide this far, is what I, I guess I'm trying to get to. Uh, he's a popular name, especially on uh, uh, Sleeper right now because the dual designation. But the the word is, is he's probably he's going to go right back to more of his old hybrid uh, linebacker type, strong safety in the box tackle monster like he was his. Uh, his uh, rookie year, of course, his rookie year, he was all over the field. 
But this guy is just, I mean, he, he, he's he got a twitch. He can run. He, he's athletic. He's the core of their defense. Um, their defense is, oh, I don't know, what, how would you call the rest of the defense around him? I mean, you got Shaq Thompson, which yeah. is, I think he's on the POP list. And then the rest of it, to me, looks yep. like bread. It's exactly. Not, There's not a ton of talent there anymore, right? right? Yeah. I mean, they've, they've got Brian Burns. He's great. I love him. Um but that's it. Shaq Thompson is good, but he's just a guy. He just mm. soaks up production. He's a great LB 3-4, that mm. type of deal. Uh, their corners, um, J.C. Horn's good. Dante Jackson's right. good. But we're not talking corners. We're talking tackles, not pass defense. And right. there, there's nothing. Chin, Chin's the guy. And yeah. Chin and Shaq Thompson, that's it. Give me him and J- Xavier Woods. I love Xavier Woods down there as their free safety. I, I think that he's going to have a good, good season. Maybe not as good as what he had with the Vikings. Kings last year, but uh, I think that's a lot of it right there. When they brought in Xavier Woods and put him at his natural free safety position, that was the turning point, or that was a decision to go ahead and get Woods to do this, was to put Jeremy back up by the line and, and take care of some of that tackling and let this guy go do what he loves to do. And that's apparently chase everybody down. He is fast. Yep, and uh, great for Dynasty, too. I believe this is season three. So, uh, yeah, nothing not to like here. Great up-and-coming safety. Yep. Next guy we're going to talk about, another up-and-coming safety, Xavier McKinney, who was drafted a couple years back on the Giants, and we were just waiting for the breakout. And last year, he finally got the playing time, and that resulted in 16 started games with 93 combined tackles. Uh, And he didn't start until week two or three, I believe it was, as well. Um, So we had to wait a little bit for it. And the production came fast and furious, and it has not stopped since. And uh, the Giants are hot garbage. They'll be on defense a lot. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be great. Great. He's going to have a ton of production, and uh, he's super young. Great for Dynasty. I, I love everything about it. All right, quick question. Who's the starting three safeties for the Giants? Oh, right now, probably Julian Love, Xavier McKinney. Ooh, I actually can't right. remember the third guy. Right. Okay, so, folks, Jarrell Peppers has moved on finally. Right, uh, right. Logan Ryan's down there in Tampa Bay, and I'm going to run off of him again. Yep. So, it's just – it's the Xavier McKinney show. And this guy is serious. He was he was a great guy because uh, he got hurt his rookie season too, right? So, we, we didn't actually get him to see, see him excel then. But in college, this guy was all over the field. Uh, I believe he played in Alabama, and he was like a linebacker, defensive back. They used him in coverage. They used him in rushing. They used him everywhere uh, for Alabama. So he's going to be used that way now. Uh, I think it doesn't matter to me if he's uh, playing the strong safety or if he's playing the free safety. Uh, I think we have evidence from the production that Logan Ryan was able to pull off. And out there, there's a big vacuum that's got to be filled, and Xavier McKinney is the guy. He He's going to get it. He was productive last year. Um, yeah, he's, he's getting his legs under him. Like I said, he's gone through some injury situations and stuff, but th- th- they've handed this over to him. They expect Blake Martinez to be back. It's going to be a great thing for Xavier to learn from that guy. Yep, absolutely. He's in a great situation. I keep reading that uh, Julian Love might be the other starter. And if they're down that much talent that that guy's the other starter, <clears throat> McKinney's going to feast. <laughs> you know, I think at one time, 
Jordan Love because I was paying attention to him a few years ago when some situation happened with uh, or might have been when they first signed Logan Ryan because I think I was paying attention to see if Jordan Love could beat him out and then I looked and he was like 125 pounds yeah yeah julian love right right he's he's always come in when jabril uh tweaks whatever every year as is tradition you know what i mean like right. that, that guy's made of glass he's uh you know totally useless so so i that's- do believe you know now that we're on that topic real quick if anybody's interested because i do believe didn't they actually draft a uh, another rookie safety i was trying to get to their depth charts here real quick before we got off of it but we can move on we can move on john never mind yeah, yeah. Well, if if you see that, bring it back up after we cover Harrison here. But yeah, let's move on to Harrison Smith. So Harrison Smith's the oh, excuse me, Jamal Adams is next. Is uh, one of the older guys of the bunch here, and he is famous for being traded to the Seahawks and the Jets, just absolutely fleecing them for two first round picks for a, a flashy but useless safety. Uh, his uh, production comes from his sacks, basically. Um, he's had six plus sacks in two of the last three seasons, and that's great. That adds. To to his floor. Uh, in most leagues, a sack would stack, right? So you'd get a sack plus a tackle for loss plus a tackle. Um, sometimes you get yardage on that. It can end up being a massive play for the number of my IDP points you get. And that factors into his end-of-year scoring each uh, whenever he has these big multi-sack seasons. And that always inflates him and puts him in the safety one talk. But uh, for me, uh, I, I think you know if we're relying on that, I'm not as interested in Jamal Adams. Adams. Um, he, he had a ton of tackles on the Jets, though, back in the day. He, he did. He was a tackle monster on the Jets. Um, are you as interested now still? I mean, I know he's still a big name. I'm just not as into it. Yeah, it's, I mean, he's not that big of a name for me. I mean, that's why he's ranked under uh, the other guys. Um, we had, uh, you know, Derwin James in Tier 1. Um, yeah, no, I'm giving Jamal Adams the benefit of the doubt on this, you know, and I don't think that you'll – I'm glad you brought that up because I I think this is one of those guys, if he's going to be stuck in tier two, that might be actually his best ceiling to look at, you know, uh, going forward. I don't think that, uh, I I think that some injuries probably have kind of took its toll on him. Yeah. Um, We're going to know pretty quickly at the beginning of the season, what kind of season we're going to see out of Jamal Adams. We're either going to see him those first two or three games, like blitzing his ass off and getting into the backfield like he hat can do. And that's a great sign if they actually put him out there on the limb. But, you know, uh, this past season, they couldn't do that. And Quantre Diggs actually uh, played a lot of that kind of uh, situation in place of him. I'm not really boils down to him giving him his, his last hurrah here. Um, so I guess if there is one guy on, on this list, it's going to be him that I'm going to avoid. I'm going to take some, if one of these other three are there, even Harrison Smith, which is who we're getting ready to talk about. I'm probably going to go with Harrison Smith, but I had needed to put him on here at the end of this, uh, because we, we went scarce on defensive backs and we're getting ready to go even more scarce when I do my rankings some more. But, um, well, and he's and he's been the safety one before. That's that's the thing, yeah, right. right? So so you you have to give him the respect for that. He had a nine and a half sack, like ninety something tackle season or eighty something tackle season, right. pretty pretty recently, like the year before last. And uh, that defense is not in great shape over there either. Um, right. You know, I mean, Jordan Brooks. We we all know he's going to feast. He was on oh, tier yeah. one. Yep. You know, he's 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 going to get his. But you know, you got Cody Barton. 
So, and then who, I can't think of it, who's on the line. I, I give a shit less who's on the line because they're usually, they're not very productive in Seattle for IDP purposes anyhow. Right. But, it, uh, you yep. know, between it, if I think Qualche Diggs might be hurt or something, but again, we can see Jordan Brooks and Jamal Adams and Diggs all feed because this is not your Bobby Wagner's Seattle's defense. No, it's not. There, there's yeah, there's not as much talent there. Um, the, you know, it, and it's kind of weird um, because they actually had a ton of snaps just due to their pace of play last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, these guys saw more average snaps per game than most, and uh, that may go in the opposite direction with how bad their offense is this year. So, so and, they, who, and who's going to be the QB? I mean. I oh God! Think I don't you'd know. be better off going with Geno Smith the way that he played last year, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he played okay. Yeah, shit. Give the give the guy his due. At least let his lose. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind seeing it. He kind of he kind of got a bad start going to the Jets, unfortunately. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with you, though. But you're right. It all comes down to whether or not they turn him loose, let him, you know, blitz as much as he did a couple of years ago. Yeah. If, if we get that Jamal Adams, then you're in for a deal. If we don't, then, you know, we'll see. Right. right. If he ends up in Tier 1, I'll eat my shorts. There you go. Me too. I've been I've been shoveling dirt on him for months, so yeah, I, I'll right. be right there with you. Right. Right. <laughs> All right. And last but not least, the old man of the the old statesman of the group, Harrison Smith, the wily veteran who we were, most of us, shoveling dirt on going into last season. And he just put up an absolutely incredible monster season. He's had 78 plus combined tackles in seven of the last nine seasons. He's the definition of consistency and reliability. He will get you those splash plays, uh, interception sacks, uh, take it to the house sometimes uh he is excellent across the board and just when we thought father time was catching up last year he put together a top 12 safety season for idp production and uh did it with style he even missed two games last year and still had top 12 yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna give you a little fact here i was kind of shocked and i'm not usually that big uh looking at these grades but i i figure people were wanting to know they're familiar you might be familiar with pff grades um nfl is but uh, riddle me this, man. Riddle me this. Who do you think is the best graded PFF guy on here from last year? For safety? Oh, player period? Yeah. Who's the, who's the highest? Got, who's got the highest PFF grade last oh, year? Oh, from, from, from these guys? Yeah, these four. Oh, gotcha. I mean, it's probably Harrison Smith. I would guess Chin, though. If, like, if he didn't set me up like this, I'd guess Chin. Okay. Harrison was first. Now, who was second? Chin. No. Adams? Yeah. Uh-uh. Oh, McKinney. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they, they, gave, they gave Harrison like a 77. They gave McKinney something like a 74. Chin got us like a 71. And then yeah. Jamal Adams was like a 60.9. or is, Yeah, I think it was like average. Whatever. Right, it was down because because his coverage, his PFF coverage grade is hot dog crap. I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. It was so bad last year. I wrote about it. I remember that. Yeah. You're welcome, folks. All I got to do is get him going. You know, <laughs> Jamal Adams. Though you know, look, I got him here for a reason. Uh, where I'm expecting giving this guy credit that he'll have a little bit of a bounce back. But I, I you got to look at it. It was instant, you know. I guess we kind of, kind of, 
have a history with Jamal Adams, we can give him a little rundown real quick. When he signed or when he got traded to Seattle, me and John and a handful of us did not believe the hype. Right, and we were right. Right, because <laughs> it started out like hot shit, and he did all right, and then it took one injury, and it was all over. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep. And, and, and here's the thing. With IDP, you don't need to have a great PFF grade or coverage grade. You yeah. need to be on the field a lot. That's mm-hmm. it. <laughs> yep, yep. You can be really mediocre and keep a job in the NFL if they actually don't want to pay that position that you ha- happen to play. And it usually happens with linebackers. Right, absolutely. Yeah, availability is the best ability in IDP, easily. Yeah. All right. Well, let's circle around here, man. So I'm going to put you on the spot last week. I had a few questions, and we answered them a piece. But I, I'm going to ask you straight out, John, is there anybody on this tier think should have been on Tier 1, or do you think that maybe shouldn't have even been in Tier 2? Uh, I might have moved. Tier one was so good, man. It's it's tough to get rid of any of those guys. But I I might move uh, Buckner and Simmons up in a tier one just just because I play in a lot of defensive tackle leagues. But we're not doing that. We're doing defensive line only. So you know I won't do that. No, um, no. Guys that might move around a little bit. I mean, you're right. Harrison Smith might go up to maybe squad A. Uh, I could see that just just because, you know, whether it's actual production on the field or being an excellent NFL player, mm-hmm. um, he's got all of it. And uh, he's been doing it for nine years, 10 years. Oh, yeah, now. and that's a lot of the stuff. I'm glad you brought that back up because, I mean, that's folks between the two of us. We got over 40 years of uh idp experience playing the game and we've been doing and sharing this with the community out here in fantasy football for quite some time i think john's actually got me beat in that we know the history of harrison smith he might be old and you he might even lose a step this year but until he does or until further notice when he's coming off a year like he had last year and he's got the history to back it up you give these guys their kudos because they always end up up there it, they, they always end up there. Look at there it is. Everybody was down on Harrison Smith last year. Bam! It doesn't matter how he got there. He's here. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, I paid for it. I, I backed off Harrison Smith and Jordan Poyer last year. Uh, safety bills, who I know we'll talk about at some point, and uh, they both did what they always do. <laughs> right, right. All right. So moving on, John. I wanted to also ask you which out of the twelve in this tier two. Which two players would would you or do you enjoy uh, managing on your roster? Uh, Levante David, definitely, because, uh, it, you know, he's just so reliable, consistent. He never lets you down. Um, there's no management There's no to management it. to it, right. And because he's gotten a little long in the tooth, a little older, he is not as expensive as he used to be. So he could be your linebacker two, linebacker three in uh, some of those you know, medium to deeper leagues. And that is great to have a guy like that in that situation. So he's number one easy. Um, and then 
you know, if if this were my standard crazy leagues, it'd be Buckner or Simmons. But with these shallower leagues, I'd probably say Eric Kendricks, uh, another linebacker, just because same deal, a little older, uh, a little easier to get. But uh, he's he has those splash plays that could win you your week. Plus, you always get those tackles out of him. And he's just he's fun to watch, too, like because part of IDP is, you know, your your eye and your brain get trained when you're watching the games on TV to, to know the number. Like, oh, that's, you know, 52. That's, you know, so-and-so. Like, uh, you know, and right. then and then you see them out of the corner of your eye, you know, past, past defense. Oh, there's three points uh, or, or tackle for loss. Like, hey, there's four points right there. Like, you know, your brain gets trained. And Eric Kendricks is one of those guys. He does something every play that's like, you know, usually going to give you points. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, you know, I look at this list. Let's see. I mean, I'm not going to pick the same guys. I would probably went with Levante David too for the simple fact of you know, yeah, it's a kind of a set forget type situation. And his uh, ADP is is so much shinier. Mm. And to think that you're getting a, an elite uh, talent just because he's older and you're getting a good deal on him, it just makes you feel all warm and fuzzy, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm killing time here. I'm looking because i got to be honest, my number one guy has to be Xavier McKinney off this list. I, I'm really looking forward to to this coming season. So I, I guess I, I, you just ha- I haven't gotten a full enjoyment right. of it. You know, I'm kind of stuck. I, I, I kind of I think it's kind of cool with the – with Holcomb and Logan Wilson, but man, I how mean, about Chin? Because because Chin, especially with you know Corona, it, you know he's got an old hat with me because everybody loves yeah, him. But so still, much. that dual designation is so right. huge, man. With That's all the true. crap that goes on to these days, like how many wild things happened the last two seasons because of Corona, and right. we we were like scrambling for someone to fill a slot somewhere. <laughs> And do and all due respect, folks, that was hardly an excuse for me to not to go ahead and pick Jeremy Chip when you brought him up because he's he's actually right. I just I guess realistically, I almost felt the uh, Jamal Adams effect after Chin's first year, you know. And, and now that we see he's human, there's no question about it. He, he's a badass, but he has to also be put in the right opportunity or the right position on the field to do what he did and there was a big difference between his his freshman year and his sophomore yeah. year uh so S- sounds yeah. good all right so i think i got one more here for you real quick so we're just going to kind of get the basics and end this or wrap this up here soon but why do you think someone should try idp this is a great question we were thinking about this before recording this episode because we didn't really touch on it that much in episode one and we probably should have uh, full disclosure but for me the reason why i love idp is because well first of all it's just in my personality i don't do anything one percent or zero percent if i'm going to do something i do it right and that includes fantasy football why play half the game when I could play the entire game. Uh, it also gives you a whole other side of the ball to watch. The amount of stuff you learn from watching defense will help you on offense. I play offense a lot better now, play DFS a lot better now. Uh, your knowledge of the game overall is going to improve. And, and just for from a watching entertainment 
perspective. Uh, there is nothing, I'm telling you, there's nothing like watching your running back break through the line and grab a bunch of yards and then get tackled by your linebacker on the other team. And you got points on both mm-hmm. sides of that play. And that happens all the time in IDP. And uh, it's just a thing of beauty. It really, if you're a degenerate, which you probably are if you're listening to us to begin with, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's a good thing. Um, this right. is the way to go. It's just going to increase your enjoyment of the game. And, you know, even if you're not great at it right away, who cares? I was I was not great my first year or two. And then, uh, you know, just like anything else, you learn, you adjust. And, uh, man, I enjoy the heck out of it now. And, uh, you know, I, I've gotten that story from most people to try it. Yeah, never mark up your first season unless you know you just totally bombed that draft. But your first, you know, your first season of playing the games, you know, if you're in a novice league and things go left and, you know, you could go through the, these tiers that I gave you and these guys could have the worst luck in the world. You know, they could get hurt. They could, there's all kinds of things that can happen or just averages change. So when you're in this novice level or the standard level where you, you're in a 12-team league, you're probably only playing four, possibly up to six IDP, maybe less. You know, these are the guys that you're going to go for because they're odds on money guys. You know, that's all you really need to know because once you get them, you're probably going to be fine with them for the rest of the year as long as everything goes all right. Yeah, when it comes to um, someone trying IDP, you know, you, you can always say that whole chess to checkers thing. And, you know, it is the next level. I, it, it, you just ought to try it. You know, for the simple fact is that when you're watching a game, just because you're offense and on it, it's not time to have to go right, get a burger. Right. You know, yeah. You know, actually sit there a little bit, and I couldn't tell you exactly a great point that you pointed out. I couldn't tell you back when Daryl Revis was Daryl Revis, it made a difference on on knowing that if I was starting my my wide receivers or not against right. them. You know, you, you know these guys. You start paying attention to this, and, and it helps a lot. So, you know, you can take it into account. But that that's going to be farther down the road, and we're hopefully going to, you know, grind our way through this season. And uh, hopefully you guys will be back and uh, check us out with Tier 3 next week, I believe. Yeah, that's, that's the uh, – Tier 3 is the plan. Let me just say one last thing on why someone should, you know, in, get involved with IDP too. So the, the argument we hear about fantasy football a lot, why it's great, is because you could have a Thursday night game, and it's Jacksonville – and uh, I don't know. Give me another terrible team. Um, Washington or or the Giants or or the or the Jets, Jets. right? Uh, Jacksonville Jets Thursday night football, and it's like, oh my god, why, why, right? But think about just those two IDP squads. You got Foye Luakan, you got Devin Lloyd, you got Josh Allen, not the quarterback. You got uh, Jets guys, C.J. Mosley. Um, yeah. You, Even Quincy Williams. Yeah, Quincy now. Williams and his brother Quinnen Williams, right? Like, like yeah, you've got right. all these studs on the defensive side of the ball that you not would not have had access to. You you would have just right. had the mediocre, not exciting offensive options. Right, because you don't own Corey Davis, and if you did own Corey Davis, you don't necessarily want to watch. Right, the and game. you don't want to play him. D- d- yeah, right, because 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 right. you're you're in trouble <laughs> yeah, yeah. if you have to. Yeah, right, right. It's like <laughs> shit. Right? right, but if you got C.J. Mosley, you're not in trouble. You're you're, lo- you're looking no. good. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. You, you you can sit there and watch him absorb all those tackles and do his thing he's been doing. That's forever. it. That's it. Right. 
There's a lot of reasons to play the game. Folks, just give it a try. You know, uh, roll with us through these uh, these upper-tier guys. And uh, I think that by the time we really get into the season, I think you all are going to be pretty happy with the results. Yeah, no doubt. We're, we're not going anywhere. So, uh, yeah, we'll be back with uh, Tier 3 next week. And, uh, Gary, any parting thoughts? Ah, just uh, if you would, go over to gridironratings.com. Check out the tipster page over there. Um, I've got some rolling waiver wires. Uh, I don't think you'll find them like this anywhere else. Um, And then we have start-sit charts. Absolutely. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope you guys have a great week. We'll see you next time, same time, same place. Take care. Bye-bye. If you're living paycheck to paycheck or struggling to make ends meet, Dave can help get you out of a pinch when you really need it. Dave is the banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That's more money for you to fill your tank or catch up on bills. You can finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out without any hangups. There's no interest and no credit check needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and need some extra help, download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve. Member FDIC.